0: Seneca Sodi journey to the throne, the meeting with Adam and Eve, finally after the praise service ended, and as we were leaving we saw many new arrivals from the earth, and some were people we knew. What a joy it was to see them and to realize that we could now help them in the own knowledge of the heavenly kingdom. They were so full of wonder that they were praising and worshipping God without being able to contain their feelings, in fact we were all animated and overwhelmed by the same exhilaration and wonders, it was not possible to react otherwise by finding ourselves at the heart of the glory of God, transformed into his blessed image, and reunited with those who had preceded us in past ages and whom we had wished to see for so long we walked to a quiet place beneath the wide-spreading branches of a most lovely tree, whose fruits were thickly hanging within easy reach, and ripening every month, the fruit and leaves sent forth their fragrance and delightfully perfume, and we all felt so enraptured by the presence and glory of God, and the great provisions his love, I quickly suggested we all bow and give him our heartfelt gratitude, we were all on our faces, In a moment it seemed that our friends could never cease in saying hallelujah to God, finally I said to them, would you like to go back to your house on earth again and leave your mansions here? Do not ask such a question. Said one of my old friends, standing up and tapping his hand against mine, the earth was only the cradle of our existence but this is our true home, blessed be the Lord. We gathered some fruits and we spent a long moment of fraternal communion. They talked at length about what was happening to the communities we left on the earth, and for a time I seemed to have returned to earth, to their houses and tables, walking with them along the roads and in the streets while they were talking to me about these things. Then I said, O oh Scandinavians! My adopted people! If only I could see you will hear out of your spiritual ties and formalisms! Then I would proclaim the praises of God more intensely than ever. If only they could know, I continued. If only they could see you here in this glory receiving this precious visit under these majestic trees of life. Then they would look up and say, If I had the wings of the dove, I would fly away and it would be rest, then with the anointed vision like the martyred Stephen of old, they might see heaven opened and the glories which the Son of God has prepared for all his children, if their eye of faith could only penetrate the veil that hides the future. If they only could with apocalyptic vision and behold these glories, if they could only hear even the echo of the melodies which we have just heard, and of which Paul caught the strain, when transported to the third heaven, they would evermore say, For me to die is gain, and the privileges they have in Christ by the Holy Spirit would mean much more to them than is the case at present, Mr. Friend from Russia said to them, Your liberties here are without limits, take fruit from any tree, and as often as you desire. Go where you want to go and rejoice in all that you see, all is yours and you are of Christ, and Christ is of God, we discovered that it is wise not to hurry, you must take your time as all eternity is before you, then we bade them goodbye, saying we will no doubt often meet again, we have an appointment near the throne and we will need to go to it later, we hope to meet you at the great convocations at the throne itself, we will be greatly delighted to see you there then we stepped on a chariot and we were soon far out of sight or hearing of our friends, I noticed that the light of the throne of the father greatly increased, and then we stepped off the chariot just to meet our elder brethren the patriarch whom we left some time ago, they now handed us the roll which they had prepared saying, study carefully and compare yourselves with it, we thanked them for their great kindness, we hope to see you soon at the throne, of course said Abraham, we'll be there this is something far too important for us to miss, we turned our gaze towards a grove of trees of great beauty, a number of them had a circular shape with drooping branches, much like the weeping willow on earth, when we approached it we saw two angels very beautifully dressed, seated in the middle of these trees on very pretty upholstery, they got up and greeted us by putting their hands on our heads, we salute you in the name of our God, but what do you have in hand, they asked us, we answered, it is role given by the elders containing theology and religious matter, well take a seat, and be welcome in the middle of these trees, the perfume and fragrance of their leaves will bring you an enlightening grace as you read and study, we sat down and we were in awe, but soon the angels had disappeared, we read this sacred scroll, our joy was at its height, know that we felt in perfect harmony with the points clearly stated in this document concerning the divine truth pray to god said bohemond that our bohemian brethren through the austrian empire and elsewhere may only have the privilege of reading what the ancients have written to us i was just thinking the same thing myself if the scandinavian people like the thousands of churches of the americas and england could only study this orthodox code of divine doctrine It would correct some of the modern errors and doctrinal deviations that have crept into the Christian, coming from unfounded challenges in recent years, we must absolutely preserve this role, for it has been prepared with great care, then we got up and we went for a long walk amid beautiful flowering shrubs, and we picked fruit that we wanted, then we left this sweet solitude and we joined the multitudes that were heading towards the throne. We had not gone so far that many of the redeemed who approached us questioned us about the scroll. We read it to them aloud, and discussed its various doctrinal features to the high appreciation of everyone. Just at this time, there came a chariot filled with ancient men, whom we had not met before. They were moving slowly, their chariot seemed more like the tally ho or a massive automobile of an earthly model. Seeing that we were strangers and new arrivals, they at once invited us to ride with them. We accepted their invitation, it will never be possible to depict in plenitude this visit and the scenes that followed, Bohemond and I had just sat down in the celestial vehicle of the ancients, after a few questions we discovered that we were in the company of the first generations of the inhabitants of the earth, we were then introduced to Adam and Eve, the first parents of the human race, it was strange to us to realize that we were side by side with people who had lived in such a remote time, Abel enoch and methuselah were also in the chariot i turned to abel and ai said to him firstborn born of those who never were born that's true said adam who was listening me we did not ever birth but we were created i remember very well when for the first time i opened my eyes to discover the creation that surrounded me i knew nothing i had absolutely no knowledge i felt the breeze The light breath that waved the branches of the trees, I heard the soft voice of the birds and the roaring of the cattle, God spoke to me in an intelligible way about the fruit of the trees I could eat it, I learned quickly to satisfy my hunger and my thirst, then I felt the need of a companion, for I found none among all the creations of the garden, then God gave me this woman as half, I discovered she was bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, and I have loved her ever since. Eve smiled blushingly and said, you can guess that the courtship he gave me was brief, because it was me or nobody, but we learned the lesson of life from what everyone has repeated to us, Saith and Noah sat next to each other, Sarah and Rebecca, Keturah and Rachel were together, Ephraim and Manasseh seemed as young as when Jacob gave them his blessing a long time ago, Samuel and Aaron were also in this joyful group, they seemed to preside as a prophet and priest. Caleb and Joshua were at the front, they were helping the driver and pointing him to the right direction, everyone seemed to be very interested in us, they asked us many questions about modern times, we exchanged a lot of questions and answers, both about life in antiquity and about that of our time, after this long conversation, I was so enraptured with the idea of eternal life, God's great gift to man, that I fairly shouted and said, What did God mean when he breathed into man the breath of life and man became a living soul? Genesis 2 verse 7, These brothers here are the explanation before me, you dear brethren who have survived the ravages of earth and the durations of heaven, but you look no older than you were 4,000 or 5,000 years ago, oh, blessed eternal life. Bohemond also spoke and addressed Methuselah, Can you tell me whether your earthly years were as long as it is written in the word of God? The age the Bible said about you is 960 years, for us, this is something almost impossible to believe. We live so much shorter now. Please, could you tell us about it and tell us what you are doing? It is absolutely true, replied Methuselah, we lived to a very advanced age, where the inspired word of God is true. Moses repeated to me practically word for word what he wrote about the history of the beginning of the world and of mankind but why did we live so long, it's easy to explain, God has been an overflowing goodness to us, as no other generations had preceded us, we had no books to read nor anything previously discovered by anyone before us, we had to find out by long searching and experimenting, which required years, which in a later day one could know in a few minutes, as no book had ever been written that we could have read, nothing had been discovered before us, it took a lot of time, years of research and experience to discover what we could learn in a matter of minutes indeed a child a few years old in the generations that followed knew as much as one of us could know after 100 years of existence after the long years of our labor we died except enoch whom you saw over there after 800 or 900 years we had hardly more general knowledge than your 10 or 12 year old children today in the generations that followed a little after us 75 or 80 years brought them as much as 8 or 900 brought to us, thus God in his grace extended our lives and gave us greater opportunities to know the reason why he had given us the earth as the first habitation instead of this heavenly world, as to what we do well, it is certain that we were doing nothing but cultivate the land and raise cattle and sheep, our tools were very rudimentary, we made them entirely out of wood, we were doing the best we could, you see down there sitting in the back, it's Adam, he can tell you everything my brother, he can tell about his first experience, I then got up in the vehicle and was introduced again to the father of the human race, as well as to Eve, our mother, oh Adam and Eve, could you tell us about your first experience on earth, of course, said Adam, with pleasure, Eve nodded in agreement, good, I will start by saying that the garden where we were placed at the very beginning was truly a most pleasant place to live, one can never find a more beautiful place on earth, I was given all sorts of descriptions of terrestrial gardens, but nothing has ever equaled paradise, everything was absolutely wonderful and delicious, there were fruits of all kinds ripening and waiting within reach to be gathered, nothing was forbidden to us, except a single tree, I can never forget that sin. What punishments have followed our disobedience. Shame, disgrace, separation from God. What a sad day it was when God put us out, to plough the soil and grow it to produce our food. After hearing the sentence, we did not want to leave, then two angels approached, with a whip in their hand, and without saying a word, they led us out of the garden, oh, the pain and tears of that day. The angels had already spoken to us about the tree of life, and the marvelous virtues that were his. The whole garden embalmed the perfume and fragrance of this tree, the light breeze of the breeze and the whole atmosphere were as saturated with life, but death was crawling up to us, we felt the coldness of a shroud, and the crushing of a terrible punishment, we were simply not in harmony with our environment. The curse of death was on us and God had driven us out of the garden to work the land that he had similarly cursed, did not God show you his grace and kindness by making you the promise of a redeemer? Of course, that's what he did, he has also given us proof of his love for us in the clothes he has given us to cover this shame, could this mean to you as an offering for sin by blood? Absolutely, that was it, God has clearly explained to us the conditions of forgiveness. And we have taught our children about it, Cain knew it perfectly as well as Abel, but Cain did not want to believe in the details of the offering for sin, and this explains why Abel brought a better sacrifice than that of Cain, he wanted to decide for himself, he despised the ways of God, poor boy, he sowed his seed of incredulity and harvested his crop among the lost, could you tell me more Adam about the consequences of your first sin when God led them out of the garden? I have already told this story one thousand times, but it is with pleasure that I will tell you again, I had understood very little before our sin, the depth of what transgression means, I know all that Moses wrote about it, and much more, and what he said is true, the words of the apostle Paul were also true, they have been repeated to me many times, in the garden we had boundless freedom and we should have been satisfied with it, but there was the tree of knowledge, not far from the tree of life. God said, you can eat freely from all the trees except one. He had threatened us with death if we disobeyed, why have we disobeyed? This is the most awful problem of our lives, God has let the penalty fall on us, we have become dead, subject to death. The granting of immortality has been taken away from us, we were corrupt and alienated, separated from God, we lost his image and we had neither hope nor God. It is only through its infinite grace that we have been saved, and that today we enjoy the privilege of these houses of bliss. I thanked Adam and all the others for their kindness and I said to them, We hope we can have another conversation with you, like this one, but of course, we will be happy to give it to you at the time that suits you. We now cast our eyes up the broad avenue in the direction we were going only to see it crowded with saints and angels bound for the great convocation at the throne. They were in celestial vehicles of various shapes, where they walked peacefully, passionately engaged in joyful conversations and the making friendly encounters along the way, it reminded me on earth, of those great occasions in which ancient Israel gathered for the great annual feasts of the Lord in Jerusalem, half a million or a million people gathered, they came from the cities and villages of the whole holy land. But at this celestial feast innumerable hosts were pouring in from all directions, they were those who had been gathered from all the kingdoms, from all the languages, from all the tribes, from all the peoples of the earth, Jews and non-Jews, no such gatherings have ever gathered in the world for any purpose as was gathering here, but this time we were so close to the throne that great waves of light and glory flashed like lightning in every direction. An earthly sunrise on a bright June morning is but a faint picture of this glory, we were still several kilometers away from the throne, but the buildings, the houses, and the palaces were of a magnificence and a refinement of indescribable beauty, on both sides of this very broad avenue were the magnificent dwellings built in the early ages of heaven itself, they were then occupied by the saints, who first crossed the threshold which separated time from eternity. For there was a period of eternity where no human soul had walked on these golden streets and boulevards, or enjoyed this celestial glory, but from the days of Abel they began to gather here, with an ever-increasing ratio, I was reminded again and again of our Lord's word on earth, in my Father's house are many mansions, and truly they had all been prepared by our blessed Lord himself, using angels and men as his helpers there were also very large and spacious mansions more especially for the angels, as I was told, where they congregate and worship God and where they receive the divine commandments and orders, from which they fly on their missions of love to the world of sin and sorrow, lovely fountains were gushing up their silvery streams of life, in the midst of the streets, and with the golden goblet of this holy sanctuary we were constantly refreshing ourselves, for the chariot was moving very slowly, Enoch now said, we are almost to the southern entrance, and with a signal we all arose in the chariot and stood to our feet. The newer arrivals were so overcome and overwhelmed by the majesty and glory of our surroundings that we began a hymn of praise. When we had finished the hymn, we all knelt upon the seats of the chariot and poured forth our praise to God. and shouted and said, O, throne of God, I am simply lost in the glory. Just at this moment David's chariot drove by our side, it was filled mostly with strangers, but among them was my wife Genevieve, my mother, and Mary my daughter, David had returned by the way of the children cathedral and found seats for them, our two vehicles being then stopped, we all stepped off and walked a short distance, we went as far as the widely spread branches of one of the trees of life, here we sang another hymn, And again we prostrated ourselves with praises of adoration. We were so crushed by the majesty and glory that surrounded us everywhere that we no longer knew what to say or even think. Thousands of saints gathered near us and crowded closer to the throne. All these men and women of antiquity who were in our chariot immediately advanced. But my friend from Russia, Genevieve, Mother, Marie, and I stayed there for a moment to consult one another, and with David who was now coming towards us my friend and I were afraid, it was a respectful fear that we cannot control, all the others felt quite at home, we tried to do the same but we felt like a tightness in our souls, the thought of soon standing beside the throne and looking in the face of the great Jehovah made us think deeply of our preparation, let's get back to the multitude, said David, my mother said if we are separated during the great gathering, we shall meet at the banquet which will follow the great convocation. The splendors of the throne itself go far beyond anything I can say to describe it, as we came closer and closer to the center of the city and to the throne of the Father, powerful waves of light and glory came constantly and passed over us. They literally plunged us into a bath of love, peace and joy, and our exaltation had reached a degree of perfection still unknown before. Without the least noise, the celestial chariots were moving in all directions, incommensurable crowds of beings delighted with happiness and clothed in the purest clothes moved in the direction of the throne or returned from it, each face reflected the calm and peaceful expression of a perfect serenity of the soul, many of them were like us, approaching the throne for the first time, many of them had long been inside the majestic walls of the city but everything they had seen since had provided their souls with complete satisfaction and satisfaction. So they had dwelt on every new thing they had discovered, and it was good that they had done so, for the glory of the throne which surpasses all the others would have been too great for them, I saw many who were truly overwhelmed by the majesty, glory and light, it reminded me the experience that many have experienced on earth at the time of the great periods of spiritual awakening, the spiritual emotions were even stronger than what the people could nervously bear, thus they saw prostrations, ecstasies, fainting, cries, and other manifestations of this kind, I have even discovered that there is in heaven a growth, a development of the possibilities of the soul to a degree of perfection without limits, and there was also a potential intellectual capacity of an unknown dimension on earth and that we had not suspected when we arrived in the heavenly realm, yes, a perfection without limits, a development and growth of the powers of the soul even to an endless perfection, and a strength of mental capacity unknown on earth or even at the first entrance into the heavenly state. But which, however, cannot reach the perfection of God as it approaches.